Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, met fellow adventurers, I've decided to... Get one of the best boosts your character can get on visiting Zorlane the Sage. This small building, situated on the southern edge of Blade Square, serves as both the residence and enterprise of a mysterious man known only as Zorlan. He claims to be a sage and a scholar, the, thi- the thin, white-bearded man. He seems to spend most of his time tinkering with small objects of his own invention. According to several rumors you've recently heard, Zorlan is actually a master mage, capable of bestowing powerful battle enchantments on adventurers. For a price, inquire about the enchantments. I've got two splendid enchantments at the moment I can offer to you, says Zorlan. The first is the enchantment of metal, the second is the enchantment of devastation. Perhaps you care to inquire about one of them? What's the enchantment of metal? This one is entirely my only enchantment, Zolom. Many enchantments, if you don't know, if you don't already know, are based on ancient goblin magic. Derived from goblin magic, one might say. The origin of this enchantment, however, is far removed from the realm of goblin magic. It's a dependable spell. Spell could have. Spell could be called dependable. Solon tells you the enchantment of metal will help you decrease the chance of encountering the worst possible outcomes in combat. This enchantment will help reduce the likelihood of rolling wands in combat. Zorlan's enchantment of metal has thus far prevented 3,343,739 wands from being rolled in combat. It will cost you 70 adventure tokens and 500 gold to, to have me lay the enchantment upon you, he says. Decide against purchasing the enchantment. As you, as you will have it, says Orle, who doesn't seem overly concerned about your decision. Mind you, however, I may not always be here. There are a great many considerations that need to be raised, but... Oh, don't really bother me 
you with my problems? Well, my friend, not a word to anyone. Inquire about the enchantments. Enchantment of devastation. A very old bit of magic, this is Orlane. The goblins of the west. Those not tunnelled under the Fedrings. Those that tunnelled under the Fedrings, not the forest critters we call goblins these days. The warriors made extensive use of a similar enchantment. It certainly served them well. I suppose it might be goblin in origin, the enchantment I mean. But it isn't goblin magic, it's my magic. Sorlane tells you the enchantment devastation will help to increase the chances of scoring the most favourable outcomes in combat. The enchantment will help you to increase the likelihood of rolling 20s in combat. Zorlin's enchantment of de devastation has thus far helped to score 3,651,844 20s during combat. It will help it will cost you 80 adventure tokens and 500 gold to have to have me lay the enchantment upon you. Hmm. So now I I definitely want one of them, but I don't have the ATs to get both, so it has to be one. Hmm. So, do I want less ones or more twenties? The thing is, my luck skill already prevents about half the ones. So, ones don't actually occur that often. But more twenties. Twenties come in a lot of use. Okay, I've got to purchase the Enchantment of Devastation. It will cost you 80 adventure tokens and 500 gold. There they are. They are spent. 80 adventure tokens are gone. 500 gold tokens are gone. A wise decision, to say the very least, says Orlane, as he accepts your payment and carefully places it inside an iron-banded chest stands against a far wall. Now, to the matter at the hand. The matter directly before it. The matter is, of course, you. And the enchantment you've come seeking. Well, and now you have it! Zorlin's sudden admission startles you. Your surprised look sees to please him no end. He smiles and plats you on his shoulder. You'll feel a slight tingling in a few moments, I should think, he says, placing his hands on his hips and watching you closely. Any moment now. Feel anything yet? For several moments, nothing happens. Then, slowly, starting in the pit of your stomach, a mild and slightly unpleasant tingling sensation spreads through your torso and along your limbs. It's all done then, says Orlan, apparently having detected your momentarily discomfort. I trust that you feel no worse for it good. Please note, you must save your game for the enchantment to take effect. Well, that's obvious. Because otherwise, people would get the enchantment, do a thing, and then unsave the game. I mean, they use it to say, get advantages in contests without paying. Thank you again, my friend, and please remember, not a word to anyone. 
says Zorlan, as you shake off the last of the tingling sensation. If word were to get around. More of it. More of it. More than it has already had. I'll, fi I'll soon find my way to here to be simply untenable. Thank you. And good day to you. You sense... You sense that something is troubling Zorlane. Ask Zorlane if something is wrong. Zorlane seems startled by your inquiry. The thin, white-bearded man, for whom even the most basic cursity seems only possible with great effort, smiles and waves. I suppose my thoughts are a bit heavy these days, I say. I wouldn't normally wish to trouble anyone with my problems, but since you're asking... You learn that Zorlane has recently seen no end of troubles, though he is quick to admit much of it is his own doing. I've made more than a few bargains I shouldn't have, he says, with some folk with whom I should never have become entangled. It's a very distressing, Zoop, and more than that, it's very dangerous. Uh, I, I need to see my way out of it all before too long. Zorlane tells you that his most pressing troubles Related to a deal he struck with a mage named Trog. As the sage expands on this initial account, discover that Tog, whose full name is Tog Mavelek, is a powerful mage of the Grey Circle, hailing from Talatus. Afraid I made more than a few promises to Tog, promises on which I have no hope of delivering, he says ruefully. Even at my wiser days, there are lessons to be learned. I will not make the same mistake, but I must escape this distressing circumstance. I fear what will happen when Trog comes to collect on the debt I owe. Trog pauses and locks eyes with you. If you've a mind to help me, I think, I think I could be out from under this great burden. Zorlin tells tells you that he hopes to be able to repay his debt to Trogmavik to, by delivering to the powerful mage an ancient Ardivarian staff, the location of which he has just recently discovered. The staff is something that Tog will most assuredly take profound interest, he says, as you might expect. It lies in a crypt, a crypt I've at last been able to locate. I'm not entirely certain the staff is there. But I am as certain as anyone could hope to be about such a thing. If you could retrieve it for me, I would be forever grateful. Zorlin says that he will pay you 1,000 gold if you bring him the staff. Okay, I guess that's worth something. So Zorlin, you'll retrieve the staff. Zorlin thanks you and seems immensely relieved you've accepted the task. This matter with Trog plays my... Plagues my thoughts both day, night and day, he says. Your hope is reassuring beyond measure. Let me tell you where you will find the crypt. You play close attention to the sage as the sage marks those location. The valley tomb on a map of the hard hills. You're somewhat surprised to discover the crypt is located just inside the northern edge of Bentley Wood. It sure does have a lot of stuff happening in it, Bentley Wood. I mean, way more than you'd expect for just some minor wood, wood on the outskirts of a, of a minor village. It's almost as if it, maybe that place was 
the capital or something long, long ago? When you told Zarlane that you're familiar with the wood, he seems relieved. Finding the location of the tomb should be simple enough then. Take a close, he says, take a close look at the spot I've marked. After carefully noting the marked location on Zorland's map, you're confident you'll have no difficulty finding the tomb. To reach the tomb, explore Bentlin Wood near Hawklaw. You'll find an entry for the Arvardian tomb under previously discovered locations. Zorland thanks you and tells you the staff he's seeking is half wood and half iron, joined in the middle by a thick band of silver. He wishes you luck and tells you to be cautious when you venture into the tomb in search of the staff. With, with that, with, with that, you take your leave of the sage, confident that if the staff is to be found within the tomb, you will be able to retrieve it. Alright, I'll just make my way there then. Alright, Southwest, Heart Hills, Hawklaw, Bentley Wood. There it is. Explore Bentley Wood. Previously discovered location. The Ardivarian Tomb. Recalling the location shown to you by Zorlin, you make your way through the forest and soon find yourself at the site of the ancient crypt. You're standing before the partially concealed entrance to an ancient Ardivarian tomb. The crumbling arch set into the side of a low, moss-covered wise. It's nearly impossible to see until you're directly in front of it. Well, 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 you really should put some effort into concealing tombs. Otherwise, they will get robbed. I mean, I mean, even if you do conceal them, they probably will be robbed anyway. Because no matter how cleverly you, you, you design your tomb, the people who built it, they know where it is. And once you're in it, they don't really have anything to fear from you. You've already paid them. And it's not like you can badmouth them because you're dead. Admittedly, it's slightly different in a situation where, you know, the undead exists. But, well, just get an adventurer to do it. A narrow set of stone steps descends into darkness just beyond beyond the, the arch. Enter the tomb. With your reliable light in hand, you step beneath the crumbling arch and cautiously descend into the ancient tomb. You're standing at, at the base of a steep stair that leads up and out of the tomb. To the east, the broad passage quickly vanishes in the musty gloom. Alright, making my way east, and now north, north a bit more, then west, directly north of where we started, is something. An engraved symbol depicting a horse adorns the centre of this section of the stone floor. A faint blue aura surrounds the strange marking. Step on the engraved symbol. You step onto the symbol and watch as the blue aura that surrounds it momentarily fades. 
The instant you remove your foot, the aura returns. Well, that doesn't seem to do anything. Okay, maybe, maybe I've got to get something first. Alright, going north. A couple more, and then west, here's something. An engraved symbol depicting a key adorns the centre of this section of the corridor stone floor. A faint blue aura surrounds the strange marking. Alright, and then they go west and south and something else. An engraved symbol depicting a fish adorns the centre of this section of the corridor stone floor. A faint blue aura surrounds the strange marking. I can step on it. And it, it fades until I step off. Hmm, okay. And directly west of that is an alcove. With, of course, something in it. What it will be, we'll see. Now. A grand sarcophagus dominates the centre of this broad alcove. The ornate burial box, its lid adorned with an engraved scene depicting a dozen warriors battling a pair of dragons, rests upon a raised slab of stone. Attempt to open the sarcophagus. Suddenly, as you step towards the sarcophagus, a deep, rumbling sound rises into the air. Ah, oh, someone's going to come back to life and attack me. You instinctively step back and assume a defensive stance as, a wait as the weighty... Stone lib atop the barrier box slides to the side. The headless corpse of the man rises silently out of the open sarcophagus. The hideous figure, an ancient Ardivarian hero, whose name and deeds are now long forgotten. Oh, that's a pity. Draws a rusted blade as his decayed feet snuff. Land softly on the top step of the pedestal. Suddenly, the wizened corpse hurls itself at you, leaping from the top of the pedestal. Its sword poised to strike, and its deadly, chilling cry echoing through the gloom. It's a wizened, art-devouring hero. Let's begin the combat. The ancient hero slashes at you with his rusted blade. Well, that's something. Brutal stroke for seven damage, and it is slain. Sorry about that. For 28 XP, you step back from the remains of the headless undead and quickly check over your equipment. After making certain the corpse isn't going to rise again, you step up and peer into the open sarcophagus. Much to your surprise, Grand burial box is empty. Hmm. Suddenly, as you're about to step away from the sarcophagus, when you suddenly take notice of a faint red aura surrounding the bottom of the stone box. When you reach in towards the, towards, you reach, you're about to reach into the glow, it promptly vanishes. After nearly a minute, when the aura has not reappeared, you cautiously move back from the side of the sarcophagus. Hmm. Maybe there's a secret. Maybe there's some sort of secret, secret false bottom or something. Alright, gonna use the skill of feathery now. No, no, it doesn't do anything. 
Alright, south, and there's something. An engraved symbol depicting a hand adorns the centre, this section of the stone's corridor. A faint blue aura surrounds the strange markings set on the engraved symbol. It fades, but the instant I step off, it goes back. Okay, going south, and there's another alcove. You're in a small chamber just to the west of the tomb's main corridor. Standing in the centre of the womb is a life-size statue of a rose-bearded man. The carved expression on the, on the statue's face is one of anguish. The statue's broad hands are fitted around a long wood and iron staff. You immediately realise you are looking at the very object you've come here to retrieve. It looks as though the staff could be easily removed. But appearances can be deceiving, but I have to try anyway. You make several attempts at removing the staff, but it refuses to budge. Of course it does. Alright, south is something else. This is a symbol depicting a bird. I step on it. You step onto the symbol and watch as the blue door, blue oil that surrounds it momentarily fades. The instant you remove your foot, the aura returns. Okay, now I can go southeast to another alcove. A grand sarcophagus dominates the centre of this broad alcove. The ornate burial box is lid adorned with an engraved scene depicting a lone warrior kneeling before a mountain, rests upon a raised slab of stone. Attempt to open the sarcophagus, suddenly. As you step towards the sarcophagus, a deep rumbling sound rises into the air. You instinctively step back and assume a defensive stance as the weighty stone lid atop the burial box slides to the side. The headless corpse of a woman rises silently out of the open sarcophagus. The hideous figure, an ancient Ardivarian hero, whose name and deeds are long forgotten, or maybe Ardivarian heroine, I guess, draws a rusted blade as her decayed feet land softly on the top step of the pedestal. Suddenly, the wizened corpse hurls itself at you, leaping from the top of the pedestal. Its sword poised to strike and its chilling cry echoing through the gloom. This is a wizen, Ardivarian hero. The ancient hero slashes you with her rusted blade. The enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke for 16 damage. But that's nowhere near good enough. Because it is now slain again. 38 XP. You step back from the remains of the headless undead and quickly check over your equipment. After making certain the corpse isn't going to rise again, yet always make sure of that. You step up and peer into the open sarcophagus. Much to your surprise, the grand burial box is empty. Suddenly, you're about to step away from the sarcophagus when you suddenly take notice of a faint red aura surrounding the bottom of the stone box. You're about to reach in towards the glow when it promptly vanishes. After nearly a minute when the aura is not reappeared, you cautiously move back from the side of the sarcophagus. Okay. And then there's another alcove to the northeast. 
here's an engraving of a sword. But that probably won't do anything yet. A grand sarcophagus dominates the centre of this broad alcove, the ornate burial box. Its lid is lid adorned with an engraved scene depicting a pair of swords crossed over a cloven shield, rests upon a raised slab of stone. Attempt to open the sarcophagus. Suddenly, as you step towards the sarcophagus, a deep, rumbling sound rises into the air. You instinctively step back and assume a defensive stance as the weighty stone lib atop the burial box slides to the side. The headless corpse of a man rises silently out of the open sarcophagus. The hideous figure, an ancient Dardavarian hero, whose name and deeds are now long forgotten, draws a rusted blade at its decayed feet, lands softly on the top step of the pedestal. Suddenly, the wizened corpse hurls itself at you, leaping from the top of the pedestal, its sword poised to strike, and its chilling cry echoing through, through the gloom. This is a wizened Ardivarian hero. Slashes at you with his rusted blade, as heroes do, and it is slain. 38 XP. You step back from the remains of the headless undead and quickly check over your equipment. Okay, what happened to all the heads? Seriously, all three of them headless? Yeah, I can I'll admit, yeah, in, in a violent time, heads get lost. But all three? That's weird. After making certain the corpse isn't going to rise again, unless... This is a tomb of, I don't know, traitors or other people who have committed capital crimes. Which would also explain why they were turned into undead. Because that's the sort of thing you do to someone you don't like. You make sure they can't just go to the afterlife. After making certain the corpse isn't going to rise again, you step up and peer into the open sarcophagus. Much to your surprise, the grand burial box is empty. Or is it? Suddenly, you're about to step away from the sarcophagus when you suddenly take notice of a faint red aura surrounding the bottom of the stone box. You're about to reach in towards the glow when it promptly vanishes. After nearly a minute when the aura has not reappeared, you cautiously move back from the side of the sarcophagus. Okay. Can I step on these... Step on these auras now. An engraved symbol depicting a sword. Step on it. The, the colour of the aura surrounding the symbol changes from blue to red. Okay. I'm going to change them all to red. Here's the aura of the bird. Blue to red. And here is an aura of a hand. Step on it. Changes from blue to red. So I'm pretty impressed they kept all this stuff running for about for a thousand years, maybe more. Blue to red from the aura of a fish. Alright. Engraved symbol of a key. Step on that. 
blue to red. Then what? Then the first one we met, grey symbol of a horse. Step on it. Blue to red. All right. Now, now I'm going to try and retrieve that staff. I think that's what you need to do. But we'll see when we get it. All right, making my way west and then south, just past the Handora. And here we are, our alcove. It's the same as it was. Last time we move the staff, the staff slides out the statue's frozen grip. Hmm. But is it going to come to life and attack me? Hmm. 64 XP to general. And a silver banded staff. It's a weapon. It's a magical staff. It's got an encumbrance of eight. And it requires two hands. So I could equip it as a weapon. It's a, not a terrible weapon. Or at least in my hands it is. A thick band of silver joins the wooden and iron hearts of this sturdy staff. This is the staff Zorlane asked you to retrieve. From the, from the tomb in Bentlin Wood. This weapon is of magical quality. You spend, a, you spend only a few moments examining the staff before tucking it safely amongst your other belongings. Eager to return to Trithic and were pledged to present the staff to Zorlan, you promptly exit the chamber and head, and head for the stairs that will lead you up and out of the musty tomb. Alright, let's get out of this tomb. I've got to go show Zorlane this new thing I found. I think he'll have some interest in it. Alright, it's... There's an un... A gruesome hiss erupts out of the darkness ahead. You instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as a staggering undead horror emerges from the gloom. Bearing with it the overpowering sense of death and decay. The undead guardian, its ancient flesh clinging to the bones in its crumbling clinging to its bones in crumbling chunks, again hisses as it raises a rusted blade and moves in to attack the defiler of its long dead master's crypt. Begin combat with an undead guardian. Hisses as it, as it slashes at you. You only lays a particularly brutal stroke for 12 damage. And other than that, easy peasy, it is slain. 13 XP. With the undead guardian now only a pile of decayed flesh and splintered bone, you promptly set off along the corridor, your eyes scouring the shadows as you make your way out of the tomb. Alright. Oh, uh, going south. Undead Guardian again. Just gonna knock that on the head. Okay, nearly at the exit. It's another undead guardian. Yeah, it looks like they've they've all come out now I've taken the item. As they do, it's the tomb walls. Climb the stairs and leave the tomb. Suddenly, 
When you're halfway up the stairs, when a violent tremor runs beneath your feet, a distant building rumble from below rises to meet your ears. The ominous sound fills you with dread, wasting no time. You squint up the remainder of the steps, bursting into the light of day, only seconds before the entrance to the tomb collapses. Yep, that's another part of the tomb walls. These are the tomb walls. They must be obeyed. A thick cloud of dust follows you into the forest. You turn to find that the ancient crypt is now forever buried by the cave-in that came within a whisper of claiming your life. You know, forever buried unless, like, someone brings digging equipment like a mattock. And, you know, um, a wheelbarrow. Might need, actually, you'll probably need a pick more than a mattock. Because this stuff, this stuff is pretty solid. You, you, but I mean, you, I mean, it'd be easy enough to uncover that. I mean, it's not like it's not like we live in a society where no one has ever went underground. You know, through rocks and stuff. People do that all the time. In fact, there's like an entire profession that spends pretty much their entire time underground. You know, miners who mine things underground. Just a, a, a just a, a few, a few, a couple of tons of 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 loose rock isn't going to stop a determined person from going in there. Admittedly, it might make it harder to find, but there's already a map. Yes, and also, the fact that it's rubble will mean bits of it will be spread around all over the place, giving people clues that there's something around, perhaps? Or maybe not. You're standing before the partially concealed entrance to an ancient divided tomb. The te- the crumbling art set into the side of the low, mossy-covered wise is nearly impossible to see until you're directly in front of it. A massive heap of rubble fills the arch and spills out of the ground before it. You know you've escaped the cave-in that created the impassable path. Well, impassable for me, but not to anyone with, say, resources, patience, or any or a particular subset of skills, or, say, someone who could, say, I don't know, summon some earth elementals to just plot, to just all the stuff out of the way that would probably do now imagine a big a big old earth elemental just could probably could just use its big clonking earth elemental fists go <laughs> toss the way open yes yes or, or of course undead could probably work too alright so anyway Let's go show Zorlane or let's go show Zorlane that staff we found. And get paid. And getting paid is nice. Not as nice as getting experience, but pretty nice. Alright, blade square. Boonings to flank it. 
Seeing Zorlane the Sage. This small building, yeah, anyway. Zorlane seems happy to see you. Does his best to smile and asks how you've been getting along. Present the staff to Zorlane. You're no longer carrying the silver bladed staff. You present the staff to Zorlan. He smiles as he accepts the ancient art of iron object. For and he seems he might start to weep. But the white-bearded saint seems to regain control of his emotions as he looks over the staff. You've helped me more than you could ever know, he says. Thank you, Zoop. Zorlane promptly pays you the 1,000 gold you were promised. Then, after carefully setting down the staff, he draws out a large tattered book and asks you to open it. As your hand draws near to the book's ragged cover, the weighty tome begins to quiver. Alright, open the book, I guess. The instant you step turn back the cover, you're overwhelmed by a powerful sense of wariness. Instinctively, you close the book, but not before the strange sensation is taking its toll. As the last ounce of strength in your legs departs, you collapse onto the floor in a heap. The last thing you see before everything goes black is the leering face of Zoran hovering over you. Alright. Your eyes fly open and you instinctively attempt to regain your feet, only to discover you're no longer on the floor. You're now seated in a chair in the corner of the room. Zorlan is standing directly in front of you, his face bearing an expression of profound relief. I haven't anticipated the effect the book might have on you, he says. I don't think you bumped your head. Are you feeling alright otherwise? I think you'll find the book has imparted to you something quite useful. I'm afraid I cannot say what it might be. One simply cannot be certain when it comes when it comes to these old books. I have more of those lying around. Perhaps I ought to do something with them. You feel somehow different, though you're not quite sure how. Zorline again thanks you for retrieving the staff. Tells you he hopes it will end his debt debt to Togrich. Togvejek. Wyvek? Wyvek? Tog and his friends are not the sort who would willingly choose to cross, he says. I pray that my dealings with him are now over. And he will find the staff to be of great use, I'm sure. Do ask all about the staff. Curious to find what he may be able to tell you about it. I know only very little, he says. Supposedly possesses some power over the dead. I suspect his power was long ago spent. That will not matter to Tog. My only hope is that that is enough to settle our debts. You wish Zorlane well and set off on your way. As you step out, out, out onto Blaze Square, you find yourself pondering the nature of the sage's debt to the spellcaster and whether or not the staff will prove sufficient to erase it. 512 experience to general. Alright, let's just see. Alright, some has something happened? I think something so it says something's happened, but I'm not quite sure if it has. Alright, maybe if I save first. Alright. Hmm. 
Has something happened? Alright. Maybe... I thought something, something had happened, but I'm not quite sure. Alright, maybe... Hmm. Alright. Anyway. Saving again. Okay, I'm gonna pause for a bit while I figure stuff out. Alright, it seems that my SP went up one. Now anyway, something else has been unlocked. Visit Law Lane, Zor Lane in Blade Square and learn about his wing. Now that was the now that wing is the real reason I did that quest. I mean that that boost to the numbers of twenties, it's nice, it's nice. And that one SP, it's, it's alright, but it's not worth, it's not worth 80 ATs. But at least it's not worth 80 ATs when you don't have that many ATs. I mean, when you've made a load of donations and and done all that, it's, it's put, it be, and you've used, and you've done all the, Super boosty things. You've got all the tiaros, elixirs. You've got some fairly decent equipment and tallies. It becomes more valuable. Visit Blade Square. Buildings that flank the square. Zorlane the Sage. Alright, inquire about Zorlane's enchantments. Inquire about the enchantment of metal. Decide against put. Hmm. Wait a minute, he says I can speak to him about the wings. Okay, he thanks you for retrieving your staff and tells you your hope has been invaluable. What's on up here? He says I can talk to him and learn about his wing, but then I've gone to him and I can't. Okay. Maybe I, I use the skill of diplomacy just to get him to bring it up. Alright, Diplomacy. Enchantment of Metal, don't purchase it. Okay, hmm. I mean, it says right here that I can talk to him and ask about the wing. But then I talk to him and he doesn't bring the wing up. Alright, what's going on here? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Alright. Yeah, maybe, okay, maybe my Griffin's Edge Warehouse... Continue to wander. Alright, wandering. Alright, this guy's talked about Zolane the Sage now. Griffin's Edge Outhouse, maybe that's unlocked it somehow. Alright, wait, wait, hmm. This is odd. This is very odd. I mean, it says you can talk to him about it, but then I can't. Okay, I'm gonna leave this for now. Until, until it gets sorted out. So, now a couple of new options have turned up at, at Zorline the Sage. I can ask him to survey my statistics. Now, admittedly, I won't read out my statistics here, but I will read out how you get it. Ask Zorlain to survey your statistics. Survey of your statistics, replies Zorlain. How very meta. Or something of that stripe. Well then. I will require just a few moments to get my thoughts in order before I embark on such a task. There, 
that should do it. All set, as it were. Step closer, if you don't mind. Like a good long gander at you. Step closer to Zorline. Zorline studies you closely, his searching gaze wandering over the whole of you, body and gear. At last, with his eye calf closed, the sage tells you that he is prepared to reveal to you the results of his audit. Very interesting, he says, his eyes slowly opening to their fullest extent. Quite unique, and perhaps a bit more startling than a... A bit startling if I may be so bold. With that, the sage provides you with his findings. Alright, and now this is a complete list of the sources of all my MR, SP, and Envy. I mean, I could read through that, but it's not really that interesting. Maybe I'll... If there's any demand, I'll post it somewhere. Maybe in the description of this thing. Maybe not. The song to anyone that says you want to see it, I'll show you. But other than that, it's it's really it's just bragging, bragging. And I could show a link and then provide links to all the adventures where I got these things. Because everything, every little thing here, everything on this list is an adventure that I did. So that might be an interesting way of organising content. Conclude. Okay, and now the more interesting thing. Ask Zorlane if there's something he wishes to say. You know this is important because it's in bold. Yes, there is indeed, he says, nodding. You've read me, read me well, though I suppose I've done my part to give myself away. So, how would you like a gander at a most remarkable wing? Agree to see the wings Orlain has mentioned. Zorlain produces a small wooden box from, which, box from which he removes a platinum and silver band. The thick wing is carved to resemble what appears to be the scale tail of a serpent. I've long called this my wing of Arcania, he says, beaming. It's remarkable, yes, and quite unique. Though I'm loath to say it, of little practical use to me. If you're interested in such a thing, I'll consider selling it here. Have a good look at it. Zoline hands you the wings, allowing you to take a closer look at you. Let's have a look at it. My it, it, it provides 10 melee weighting, 10 stamina points, and one Neville Reserve. And that's pretty good. It's also one aura and one luck. I mean, luck, luck's a good one to wise because you, there's way less ways to weigh luck than the other stats. This platinum silver ring, resembled, carved to resemble what appears to be a serpent's tail, has long been in possession of the enigmatic figure known as Zorlane the Sage. Each of the wing's default bonuses, plus 10 MR, plus 10 SP, plus 1 SP, were augmented by two points for every one of the following magical disciplines in which you've attained a level of 70 or greater. 
illusion, conjuration, divination and telekinesis. Now those reached 70 long ago. So I got the max bonus. The maximum obtainable bonuses for this remarkable wing are 18 melee rating, 18 stanima points and 9 neville reserve. Yep, it's a very, very good wing. It's ridiculously good. I mean, it's so good, you almost think it would be sold in a package or something. Bonuses, add, there's a box below, but that, that, that describes what we've just read. You had you hand the wing to Zorlane. Tell him I'm interested in it. Of course I'm interested in it. Look how big the numbers are. So I've got a few options here. Zorlane tells you he's willing to sell the wings. So he warns you the price may at first seem prohibitive. We can certainly work something out, he says. I'll accept a number of different forms of payment for it. So... You, I can, I can pay two hundred and fifty thousand gold. That's probably the preferred method for most people, because gold is, well, I wouldn't say easy to get in that quality. But if you've been playing the game and selling all the loot as you go, you're gonna have that much by the time you get get to the end of game. Unless, of course, you get a bit too enthusiastic with the buying of residence upgrades, in which case you won't have that much gold, but you'll by then you'll know how to grind gold. So considering you can get about 5,000 gold for, for a five-minute grind... Well, we're talking we're talking a few hours, but it's not it is not a ridiculous thing, especially since you'll get gold from the stuff you pick up just during your regular adventures. And I've I've, I've not done well, there's been a bit of there's been a bit of grinding of replayables in this character, but not an absurd amount. Well, probably no, no more than say, yeah, an average player would do. Saying, "Oh well, oh, I've only got five minutes to play. I'll do an axe path one." Like that, those sort of people. Or you could pay one thousand battle markers. You can also obtain those in unlimited quality quantity, but not way nowhere near as reliably. Nowhere near as reliably as gold. But I probably wonder what would happen if I sold all my Aldevarian artifacts. Well, I've got I've got a few. I've got a few. I'm going to pause and go. Zorlane shrugs and tells you should you change your mind. You only need to ask him and he'll happily show you the ring. Okay, I'm going to go and sell off my artifacts. See how much I get. Nope. Don't get nearly enough battle markers. Now, if I kept, if I do done a lot of replayables and a lot of the multiplayer super bosses, I 
would have that. But I didn't, so I don't. And the third option, and the worst by quite a wide margin, is buy the wing for 750 adventurer tokens. And that's just about all the adventure tokens you'll get in the entire game in regular gameplay. So, no. Just no. I mean, I mean, I guess you could just buy that just to, just to flex how incredibly, incredibly wealthy your character is. You know, like how doing playing it that would be like having a solid gold toilet, or putting diamonds in on things that have no reason to have diamonds on. Which admittedly is pretty much everything but drill bits, but still. Or oh, I don't, I, I don't know, having a champagne fountain, which is you know, full size, you know, the sort of fountain you can walk in. Yeah. Or just this, or just uh, just buying two Ferraris. And then having them crash into each other. <laughs> or going to space when you're not, you know, an actual astronaut. You know, just going to space just because, hey, I'm a gazillionaire. I want to go to space. Hey, Russia. Would you take me to space if I gave you a bazillion pounds? Sure. We, we, we... <laughs> We, we we like having money. And we don't have much of it. Okay, here's your check. Take me to space. Yay! I'm in space. I'm in space. Cha-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Or something like that. Nope. No, I think the overwhelming majority of people are going to buy it with the gold. Also, it gives you something to shoot for. If you haven't already bought up that gold, but I did, so buy the wing for the gold. Oh, quarter of a million gold spent in one click. Ooh, that hurts. I now have Zorlan's Wing of Arcania. And for me, it has 18 melee waiting. 18 Stanima points and 9 Neville Reserve. Well, I'm going to equip that whippity snip. <laughs> Alright, so which wing do I put out? So my current wings are Vimar's Vimar's Wing of sor- Sorcery, which is 557. And then, Wounds King's Wing, that's 555 and a lot of stat boosts. Kildra's Serpent Wing, 15, 15, 10. That's definitely staying on. And then the Band of Garusa, which is just 5 milliwating, 5 stamina points. And it raises 2 stats, which are already at max. Also, it's probably cursed as well, so probably 
It's probably for the best that I don't wear it. So I'm going to unequip that. Equip Zorlan's Wing of Arcania. Now if I had Togwid's Curse, I wouldn't have to make that choice. Because I would already have... I'd be able to equip seven wings. But I don't have that because you don't need that. You might want it, but you don't need it. Alright, and now my stats are 263 MR, 269 SP, and 78 Neville Reserve. So now, Soren thanks you for purchasing the wing and tells you if he certainly will serve me. Oh, yes, yes, it will. You're the sort. Sort of will make good use of such a thing, he says. You won't find another one like that anywhere. Or at least, I'd wager as much. Mind you don't go leaving it lying about, though. All your finger is undoubtedly the best spot for you. Yeah, yeah it's probably never. It's probably going to stay on my finger. Yeah, so probably spe spend longer on my finger than some wedding wings will. Yeah. Yep. Alright, and that's and that is that. So with these new and higher stats, I will be able to continue to do the seventh proving grounds even easier. And that is what I will be doing next. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.